Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. This is the About Last Night Show. Uh, I'm your host, Brad Williams. Over there is is Adam Ray. Our guest is Dan Levy. What's up, buddy? What's happening? All right. Dan Levy in the house. Yeah. We just found out is is just getting into the podcast game. I'm very excited. I am a veil. What's (laughs) happening? That's weird. Like, for those of you uh, who aren't in comedy, uh, Comedians have to call comedy clubs and say like, "Hey, uh, I'm available d- these days yeah. uh, to come in, so please send book in your me. veils. Yeah, send in your veils, and, and then we'll, don't book me, and we'll ignore them. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's so, say some of those. So now clubs. you're sending in your veils for the podcast game. Yeah, I am. Uh, so I'm ready to go. When did you start putting your veils in for comedy clubs, though? Like, when did you become a regular out here, like the Improv and Factory, and like uh, pretty soon after I came out here? Like, I guess that was like what 2003. Well, you're good, so yeah, yeah. They booked and, you, and quit. you've been doing stand up bef- when you came out. Like you were, do you consider yourself like you were ready to go when you came out here? I think so because I was in Boston, right. You know, for a while, and then I did like I actually did most like did Aspen and uh, Montreal. That's right. Like, did. I did them when I was like in in Boston still. So I like when did, you were in college. Yeah, yeah I did the um, uh, Aspen. Uh, you don't fucking Google me before I come on. Your I did. Oh, I got your wiki page. <laughs> you won. You won the. Dude, t- I'm trying to act a little <laughs> no, surprised. <we> <laughs> I don't want to just be like, yeah, I know, and then you're like, okay, cool. Uh, Next question. Yeah, right, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to pretend Dan, we don't really know each come other. Come on, man. Hey, dude, let me tell you something. We've been doing a podcast for a year. I think we just found out you're just getting into it. So maybe we fucking know what we're doing here, Dan. Levy. I guess you're right. We've done our research right. that Dan Levy won the title of funniest college comedian in America at the HBO US Comedy Arts Festival in Aspen, Colorado. Holy Suck shit. Suck it, Levy. Oh, Holy right. Shit. And right. that he starred in the feature film My Sexy is Here with the one and only Frankie Munez. Uh, then my, my is it Munez or Munez? Munez. 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 That's when my acting career started and died. <laughs> In that movie with Frankie Munez. Oh, well, I bet. I mean, you know, it's that, 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 little, that little saying is like, never work with children, animals, or Frankie Munez. Is that <laughs> yeah. the saying? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a real, like, star-studded fuckfest that movie. <laughs> it was like, it was so confusing. Why wasn't it just called star-studded fuckfest? <laughs> that would have sold way yeah, more. Yeah, I would have gone I to know. see it. The only good thing is I was in Miami for three months. That was, like, the best part. But I was going out so much and drinking so much and eating so much shitty food that I actually got, like, terrible stomach acid. So I had a, a stomach problem, like, the entire time. That was, that's not a good story. That's not good. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> hey, guys, you want to hear about yeah, let's puke? Let's talking about yeah. that for a minute. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Now, let's give a quick uh, overview for the listeners of the Dan Levy career highlights. Okay. We mentioned the, the Aspen and Well, Montreal. so far you've mentioned not the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a build-up. Okay, we're building, um, we're building it. Sure, and then uh, you created a reality show for E. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that that followed three young slutty girls. Yeah, that you was... created keeping. What up was it called again? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Hey, only one of them was slutty. Oh, yeah, okay. that's true. That's um, uh, yeah, it was called Pretty Wild. It that's was, right. Uh, I watched Pretty Wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dan created that show. That was your show. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap! That was like that was like Jersey Shore just before Jersey Shore. Yeah, it was crazy. If those girls weren't burglars and heroin <laughs> addicts, yeah, it would probably still be on the air. Right, because yeah, well, yeah. they were part. That's of not how it got the on the air. Bunch. Yeah. No, no. What happened the is the burglar met, bunch. I met them. They were, were they the Cabbage Patch <laughs> rivals. <laughs> it was insane. I, I met them uh-huh. uh, because I was doing. Um, I basically was doing this MTV. Pilot, longest relationship. MTV loves you. You've hosted a ton of shit. You used to host Spring Break for them. I hosted Spring Break for MTV. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get there. But uh, it was really fun because I was in a committed relationship. <laughs> Hosting Spring Break? Oh, Jesus. Nightmare. Uh, Nightmare. I, I that bet that's... No, but you were... That's like walking into a... <laughs> it's like a fat guy walking into a donut shop with a muzzle. <laughs> it was really I could have come up with a better example, but I think that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. I, that's I literally, good. like, I actually was faithful. It was kind of stupid because I just hung out. I was at Spring Break, and I just hung out with my diabetic cousin for fucking... <laughs> 
two weeks. <laughs> so everyone's out there going, you want some buttery nipples and, and, and some jello shots? You're like, oh, my cousin can't. Yeah. He needs his insulin. Jo- Joshua can't do this. we got to go <laughs> home early. Of course it's Joshua. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. I met these girls. Triplets. Yeah, no, not triplets. Oh. Three sisters. Oh, okay, just sisters. Okay. They weren't all blood relatives. One was basically adopted into the family. Basically, I met these girls, started talking to her. She was like, because um, I was very interested in them. They were like kind of nuts, but and also very, very hot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what's the situation? Yeah, and, and very, very hot trumps kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, this is an interesting situation. So I'm like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I want to be in Playboy. My mom was in Playboy. My um, grandma's in Playboy. Yeah. <laughs> my dad <laughs> reads Playboy. Exactly. Yeah. And she was like, I would love my ideal situation would to be on the be on the show The Girls Next Door. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of funny, but your mom was in Playboy, you want to be in Playboy? And she's like, yeah, but she's great. She homeschools us. And I was like, I feel like this is like a reality <laughs> show. I don't think you need yeah. to be on The Girls Next Door. So then I basically, you know, went to their house and filmed them and filmed this show called Homeschool with the Arlingtons, which is basically like these three honestly kind of slutty girls who had this insane mom and their mom taught them and they would like be out to five in the morning and come home drunk. They lived in like Calabasas and they'd like party in Hollywood. And it was Jesus. like, just like very seemed like a very kind of like E friendly show. Totally. Right. So and it was kind of random because I never did anything in reality shows really. So, but I was like, these girls seemed like they could. And do had it. you created a show? Yeah. I mean, you No, I only had done like pilots. Yeah. All you created your own pilots, created pilots, yeah. but nothing that was like getting picked up or anything. So then I went and uh, filmed these girls and we had this really funny like DVD of them and we brought it to Chelsea Handler and she was like these girls Yeah, cuz you're regular on Chelsea Lately. Yeah, these girls you, right. yeah, and these girls were like these, these they seem pretty funny. We brought the girls into Chelsea Handler's office oh, and oh she God. and was interviewing them. How did them. that go? Please, it went great. Please tell me they took a dump on her desk. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were just like insane and like clearly high and there's like but, but whatever but, but she Chelsea's was like well people will want to watch these girls. Yeah, and yeah. and it was very much a comedy. So this yeah. was a comedy show. Then we went and filmed the pilot during the pilot um, one of them I, AIDS. No, no, worse. I was. <laughs> what? I was. Jesus, what is about to come out of your mouth? <laughs> well, I was actually at the chiropractor's office because I'm Jewish, and I got a phone call. <laughs> I get a phone. I don't know why being a Jew has anything it does, to do with it. You know, I don't know why either, but it makes total sense. Total makes total sense. Uh, you know, my back. I need a little straightening out. Exactly. I need an adjustment. I think Jews say the word adjustment a lot. <laughs> they do. <laughs> so they just need natural adjustment. progression. Yeah. yeah. Adjustment. I need a life adjustment. I need a back yeah. adjustment. <laughs> I need a career adjustment. <laughs> But uh, I get a call from this chick, Amber, who was the showrunner. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, hey, Dan, what's going on with these girls? Like, do you not tell us something? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, are they, like, selling drugs? Like, what's happening? And I'm like, I actually don't know. Like, I don't know. What are you talking about? She's like, well, there's cops and there's FBI and there's a helicopter circling the house. And it turned out. <sighs> what? You're like, are the cameras girls, on? Yeah. Basically, she's like, we shut down the cameras, and I was like, well, it's time to turn them back <laughs> on. <laughs> if you know anything about TV, you yeah. turn on. that shit on. What so uh, I want to buy some sneakers. Let's do this. Yeah, have you- <laughs> so, so anyways, um, it turned out that these girls were part of the Hollywood burglar bunch, and they were actually robbing celebrities. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This was on. This was covered on TMZ, like, at it was insane. length. It was like, insane. There, 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 there was, like, a new robbery, like, every week. Yeah. And, and these were, were just kids. They were using social media, these, like, 18-year-old kids, to, like, find out when celebrities were going out of town. Then they would, like, if Paris... Holy if, shit. Yeah, if Paris Hilton was like, I w- I'm going to party in Cabo. These girls would be like, let's go fucking rob Paris Hilton. And she's such a fucking idiot, she always right. left her front door open. That's probably why somebody stole my pool table when I was in Malibu. Because <laughs> I was out Damn of town. It. Interrupting Tony Dan. Yeah, Dan, here's the thing. I was in New York. I was doing the producers. And, and, uh, you know, nobody knew where I was at exactly. So these four little, uh, I'm assuming they were black kids, uh, (laughs) rolled into my house in Malibu and took my pool table and my, I have a lion's head. It's like a lion, like a a true lion, like not not like a a Simba type, like a Mufasa, like a giant, like a lion head. So they took my lion head and, uh, you know, I was literally on stage. I was singing... um, when you're a jet, no, that was that's not the producers. I was singing. I was in a show. I can't, I've done so many shows. Springtime for Hitler. Springtime yeah. for Hitler. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then I get a text. They took your bear. And uh, <laughs> and I was on stage and I read my text because I don't give a fuck. And uh, anyway, anyway, Tony, are you drunk? Yes. <laughs> If you have to think about if you're drunk or not. Pauses for drama. Thank Uh, you. Thank you, interrupting Tony. Wait, they're making a movie on... They made a movie. The girls who are stealing... Yeah, Sofia Coppola made this movie. Is it based on your Based on my girls. (laughs) But I didn't get... She she, she fucked us. Now, you gotta be cast... You and Frankie Munez gotta be cast (laughs) as the two, like, boyfriends of the girls. Come on. I I can play Paris Hilton. Give me a wig. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Now, so that was the end of the show after that. 
No, the show got picked up after that. So then there was a pilot. The show got picked up, did eight episodes. Oh, that was oh. So that was happening when you were pitching the show. You're like, we should make this. And then the cop and the burglar thing happened. Yeah, and they were the, like, the, the show was sold. The show was getting shot. And then this whole burglar thing happened. It sort of like took off. It was insane. Jewish party was like, what a great lead in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, all right. I mean, at one point I was driving and I was like, this is terrible. Or is it incredible? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how many times a day is that said in Hollywood? I know. This is terrible. Yeah, so anyways, and then that happened, and the show basically, you know, went, and it kind of was A couple like, seasons? No, it just went for one season, but it got incredibly popular because it was these girls were yeah. so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, and, and the soup every week was making fun. It was just— Which is great. It was great. So it was really—it um, uh, became, like, this insane situation, and then they all kind of slowly started imploding because they never realized— that they were even on a reality show. Like, it was this weird sort of thing where we would be like, hey, girls, um, today you're going to go buy a cell phone. And mm-hmm. they'd go to, like, produce buying a cell phone. Sure. And then, like, they'd be like, we want to buy shoes now. And you're like, no, no, that's not. There's no, not, there's no, no cameras. because yeah, we're at a cell phone store. Yeah, we're and you can't get store. shoes at a Sprint store, you <laughs> dumb whores. <laughs> so it became a whole weird situation. Ver- Verizon doesn't have a high heel? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing? You, yeah, you would think. <laughs> now, but, but then that show gave you the... Uh, leverage to um just get your foot in the door for more yeah show creations yeah yeah and then Hence that, stevie tv yeah and then what happened is then stevie stevie ryan who's a really funny sort of youtube um, yeah youtube chick, sensation yeah youtube sensation she's hilarious she made a parody of pretty wild so actually the pretty wild girls oh shit uh sent me this link and it was like like spot on ridiculous and i was like gotta meet this girl because yeah, she does a lot of celebrity impressions and just um characters yeah and everything pop culture she, she was one of the few youtube people quite honestly that i had seen and watched videos because i know there's so many people that you know are considered sensations or whatever yeah. based on their you know daily videos or blogs or whatever um but uh it was pretty awesome when i heard you were doing that because i was like oh shit i actually know that person and she's really funny so that's awesome that somebody that's because there are some youtube people no, you that you have YouTube billions of hits and you're like wait why you're oh, wearing lipstick so i'm why? supposed to have a yeah. billion hits i'm so confused <laughs> yeah. it's so confusing yeah but anyway so she was super funny and then we met with her and i was like we got to do some sort of uh you know, sketch show, yeah. some sort of pop culture show, and then we just did it, and then... Uh, and now you're in season two of that. Season two. You just finished it. Yeah. I, I, Adam called me and said, I don't want to audition for it. I don't think it's my thing right now. <laughs> Dude, I... Well, wait, I don't know if you know this, but Adam Ray is coming out in this movie, The Heat. Yeah, uh, I know. But he's big time. But no, no, that's not it at all, man. He doesn't even feature for me anymore, Dan. Oh, oh come on. He doesn't even feature for my me. My first feature t- uh, time ever well, was... Well, people don't feature for you because then they have to watch you fuck people at the shows. <laughs> Every time, how did you know, man? So Word travels know. fast. Just so you know, I don't. I know Adam pretty well. I, don't, yeah. I know Brad. Yeah. I know. I know you, but I don't know you as well as know Adam. Sure, sure, sure. But every time I talk to you, the, our conversations end with you getting me extremely <laughs> jealous because you're fucking someone's <laughs> wife behind a dumpster in Irvine. Wait, which time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In Irvine. Every single story oh is God. like, yeah. I mean, some people are yeah. into this shit, so I'm fucking this guy's, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy's <laughs> wife. And, like, he walks in and, like, you know, one guy picked me up, but, like, I kept on fucking her. Anyways, are you up next? <laughs> uh, thank you for summarizing my life, Dan. Yeah, oh I'm, my I'm God. driving home, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, what, I feel like, what, by the way, you're going to have fucking yeah. wives behind the dumpster. By the way, you got to tell the exact story at Brad's wedding. <laughs> I know. When I, when I give the anyway, to the bride and groom. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, fir- the first time I met Brad, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was balls deep behind a dumpster. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. he, and he and he looked at me and said, want to join? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. Uh, uh, I, that that reputation kind of got me in trouble. Uh, well, this uh, podcast is called About Last Night. Uh, uh, last night I was at a uh, Hollywood Hills party at a uh, Ralphie Mays house. Which Ooh, okay. yeah, there you go. All right, midget goes to Ralphie Mays house. <laughs> There's your sitcom right there. Why don't you make that into a damn reality show? <laughs> damn, <baby. laughs> Not um, a bad idea. But well, it was a it was a party for his kid. It was his kid's birthday. And then because they're Hollywood parents, they said they have a daughter as well. And they said, oh, it, it, it's her summer party, too. So bring a gift for both of them. And first of all, I said, fuck that. I'm bringing the kid for the boy because that's his birthday. Yeah. That's what you do. No one gets a present for their summer party. That's so weird. Yeah, that's it, just such a Hollywood thing. But, uh, and then, but then there's there tons of kids there. And kids, when they – like, I pull up in my Mini Cooper. Yes, I drive a Mini Cooper. Uh, <laughs> just just, for, just for a bit? Yeah, absolutely. It's a constant For one bit, bit man, but for it's a great bit. bit. It is. For a lot of bit. payments. I'm yeah. a mini guy. I drive a Mini Cooper. I drive yeah. mini bottles. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's I, got a wife and a dumpster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will fuck anything. <laughs> 
So I get out, and there's all these kids at this party, and they just run up to me because they see the yeah. dwarf coming out of a Mini Cooper. They're like, oh, the entertainment's The entertainment's here, here yeah. <laughs> Where are your scarves and or balloon animals? Oh, my God. So the kids run up, and the first words out of the kids, uh, this one kid's mouth is, that's a great costume, mister. Oh, my God. What's worse, that they thought you were a costume or they called you Mr.? <laughs> or, or that you were at Ralphie Mae's birthday party. <laughs> Mr. Midget? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Midget, yeah. Uh, call him up in the Yellow Pages. It's Mr. Midget, everybody. He comes by your kids' parties. It sounds like a rapper, by the way, that never made it. <laughs> That's like the worst. Yo, yo, it's Busta Mr. Rhymes Midget. just signed Mr. Midget, but he never really hit with the... Uh... It's, it's your boy, Mr. Midget, three foot tall with a ten foot dick. What's up, buddies? How's it going? It's like the worst child's... In- entertainer ever like he shows up the kids think he's gonna like entertain them and then he just fucks everyone's wives <laughs> breaks up ruins their childhood that's and he I goes thought he Ta-da! Gonna, i thought i was gonna bring balloons he's brought condoms and fuck my mom <laughs> here's a check for therapy Ta-da! <laughs> look me up on facebook uh <laughs> mr midget so oh yeah they, they, they so like, they're terrified yeah they, they they ask him if it's a costume i'm like yeah i just undo a zipper and like Two other midgets pop out. Oh my. <laughs> Which, by the way, you shouldn't come up with great ideas like that and then not follow through with them yeah, in front seriously. of kids. Come on, because now they're now they're expecting at some point while they're eating macaroni and cheese and pigs in a blanket for you to pull down your. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, okay. S- an- another sidetrack. Do you remember when we used to go to birthday parties and they'd have like party favors for of all the kids? Yeah, they'd be like paper airplanes or like a Super Bowl or something like yeah, that. Yeah, lifesavers. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Ralphie's rich and awesome, so his party favors for all these kids are lightsabers. Like, oh, like fuck. these lightsabers, and the kids see me, and one kid yells out, "He's a bad guy!" <laughs> <laughs> you just got tagged. It's like, <laughs> one kid's like, "He's the bad guy," and then like these fourteen kids just start running at me. Oh yeah, and start just like because they yes and everything with the lightsabers. Did you, like push them off you? I I was trying to. It, it felt like a scene on a World War Z. Like just all the zombies. <laughs> like, Get off Dude, me. were you legitimately just scared? When- yes. <laughs> Kids belting me with lightsabers. I can't close fist punch them. No, you have to play along with <laughs> it. No, you definitely def- could have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? It's like they came after me. What? That's the excuse? Yeah. <laughs> Kids walking towards his mom with a black guy. The, the little guy hit me. Well, uh, he came at me first. <laughs> By the way, that's why kids are such myself. good actors and, like, improvisers. Because they just, like, one kid goes, he's the bad guy. The other 15 just yes and immediately. They're like, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we need an excuse to use these lightsabers that Ralphie May gave us. So then, oh but God. then, but you were telling me when we walked up here that that at the end of it you become best friends with them. So oh. how did this tale? Well, be, all right. Well, and, and 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 here's the thing: is that uh, after they were beating me with the lightsabers, there's this, there there's this <laughs> one of them stood back and goes, Sound? "Guys, this ain't right." <laughs> it's like it's like the after school PSA. Yeah, exactly. it became a bullying commercial. You know what? <laughs> Beating a dwarf with Fisher Price lightsabers isn't as cool as it thinks. Hi, I'm Tommy. I'm ten. It would be really funny if today you killed yourself and all those kids, it was it was like their fault. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and Ralphie had to like call all the kids' parents and be like, hey, uh, your kid sort of uh, hit that uh, dwarf uh, at the uh, thing, and now he killed himself. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said dwarf. By, by the way, way. Yeah, 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 like Tim Conway. You're yeah. doing a Tim Conway, but like dwarf on golf or something. <laughs> yeah. but, and lightsabers would be taken off the market. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, they're all beating me, and, 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 there's, and there's, this little, there, there, there's, there's this little girl. Named uh, Amber, and, and she's over on the curb. Is she by, Princess Leia? And, and by the way, all the parents not helping, laughing their asses off. Oh, see, that's the worst part. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then this little girl named Amber, I, I guess she's queen or something, because just literally right out of a movie just goes, everybody stop! And everyone just stops. Like, they stop beating me. I'm looking at Amber like, what's happening? And then she looks at me and she goes, he's cute. Son of a bitch! Here we go. Now I have this new problem. Because the girl, like, walks to me and, like, gives me a big hug and just, like, grabs me. And you have to fuck everything, so you're losing it. <laughs> so you're like, all right, like, oh, God. do I go to jail or do I take a beating <laughs> from these do? toys? It's My- a lose-lose situation. <laughs> dick, stop. <laughs> dick, stop. Oh, fuck. I'm fucking her. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I've had sex with enough midgets where, where, where my dick sees a tiny woman and goes, wait. Is this cool? And we're like, no, 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 no. This is not cool. This is not cool. <laughs> How many midgets have you had sex with? Oh, at least 14. Uh, <laughs> at least 14. At least 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, there, there was a couple. All in Brea. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a couple hybrids that didn't know if they were midget or Mexican or Asian, or I didn't know what they were. So, like, eh, you know, yeah. maybe 14. Uh, Definitely but, has AIDS. 
<laughs> so wait, so so the girl says you're cute, and then yeah, she she, she runs up and grabs and grabs my hand and goes, "We're married now." I'm like, oh, uh, okay, all right. This is not legal in any state but Utah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I... So so she starts she starts walking around the party holding my hand, going, "This is my husband." Oh this God. This is my husband. Everyone's yeah, and the parents are probably thinking this was your idea because they just like you know. Yeah, they, they yeah they see me coming up and I I have this mustache that I have now. Oh Jesus! So, yeah. So that's not good. Yeah, that's a new thing, by the way. You gotta shave that off. <laughs> well, I mean, no, not well. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you gotta lose that. The, the, got, well, I I did it for a vine that I posted because I had like all the facial hair and then I just. Uh, in the yeah, world, okay. in the world, yeah, by okay. the way, on his face, no he had all the facial hair. Okay. No one I love ever, how you just said no I had all the facial ever, hair. No one should ever say I did this for a vine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's that's the first point. So I had like the beard and everything, and I I, I look at the camera. I say how to be a pedophile, and then the next shot is everything is shaved off except the mustache, and I just say nice <laughs> like that. So that that was that was the vine. But then I just decided to keep it. For a couple of days, including going to a kid's party. Yeah, that might have been the time to shave it, by the way. As you're holding her hand, there might not be a creepier picture in the world. And oh, she goes, this is my husband. And I can only imagine you don't want to shoot down the little imagination world she's created. So you no. just look at her and you go, yep. And all yeah. the parents are like, what the fuck is going on? There are FBI agents at Ralphie May's house yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. It's so, yeah, so now Ralphie's house pops up on Megan'sLaw.com. It sucks. <laughs> uh, it sucks for Ralphie. It's great. And, and, and just like, and, that, and there's comedians there, so they're all just commenting on it like crazy. Yeah. No one's helping. Like, Ralphie May there, uh, Jeff Ross is there, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. And, by the way, Gilbert Gottfried was doing an excellent Gilbert Gottfried impression. <laughs> like, you know how they say, like, never meet your heroes because they'll always disappoint you? Not Gilbert Gottfried. He how, was, was, how was he? Was just... dude, I walked up. I've never met the guy before. So I walk up and I go, hey, Gilbert, I'm Brad Williams. You are the <laughs> tiniest person I have ever seen. You are holding the hand of a little girl whose butthole is the size of your nose. Essentially. Were you, were you there? Uh, Gilbert's first words to me, I go, hey, Gilbert, I'm, my name is Brad Williams. I'm a comic. He goes, excellent. I'm cold, I'm tired, and my AIDS is acting up. Jesus. <laughs> That's Thank amazing. You. Thank you, Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. for being Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, do, just doing your fucking thing. Dan, has there been any um, – so you've been in, in L.A. for over 10 years. You said you got I've here been 90 – been for 10 years, yeah. Let me check your Wikipedia. 10 years? I've been here for 10 years. Well, actually, 12 years. I think you know you're like one of the first people I met that I felt that was like a comic doing well that I was like felt like I would because I met you at um, Laugh Factory, the ITV Fest before that. Oh, right. You were hosting that, and I had my sketch show pilot in that. Yeah, yeah. And you were hosting it. Adam TV, Adam Ray TV. There it is. That's all right. You're like a, you're like every other uh, host at, at a comedy show, and they're like, "This guy's got a great site, a lot of views on Adam TV Ray What is it? Here we go. Put your hands together for Adam Roy. Yeah, yeah dude. I'm just like, dude. Yeah, don't even say this. This next guy knows Chris D'Elia, yeah. Adam Roy. <laughs> Uh, so they that's, uh, your, that, that's your lead credit, yeah, though, isn't it? It was for a little bit until I got a quarry in the gym. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I got that. I was telling somebody that the other day. And they were like, you did any TV stuff? I was like, yeah, man. I did a guest on a quarry in the gym in 2007. And as I, was, uh, as I walked off the lot that day, I was just like, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on quarry in the gym. Cut oh. to 2008. Fuck. 2009. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 2010. Fuck. Fuck. 2011. Hey, fuck. Tommy, come on, man. You passed me at 2012. Hey, Chris, Shit. you going to Tempe still? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so I, I, I met you, you were hosting that thing, and then I, um, I saw you were at the Laugh Factory one night, and I was like, I need to start going to clubs and meeting people, so I bought a ticket and went to like go see Dane, and you were on it, just to like, because I was talking to somebody about this, Wait, about that's like, how good things were going for you, you had to buy a ticket? Oh yeah, yo, I hadn't jumped into, I wasn't in stand-up <laughs> You were still at USC, I was weren't you? I just graduated. Oh, okay, okay. And so I didn't okay, even so start stand-up until yeah. 07. Okay. Uh, I did like a couple frat parties and then two Vargas shows for, in four years. That's not doing it. Gotcha. Even though I still was like, I do stand-up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're one I'm of those guys. I'm a pro. Yeah. yeah. No, I went up at the comedy store. Yeah, I got crushed it for seven minutes. Yeah, you know Vargas Mason? He was on it. <laughs> so, uh, By the way, how many times do you meet people who are like, oh, uh, my friend's a stand-up comedian. His name is uh, Dickie McJoke. He performs yeah, at the yeah. comedy store. Cool, man. A lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and there's Everyone does. Yeah. And also, yeah. I think we just all just like we're all now in the working community of it. So it's like if you hear a name and you don't recognize it, 
You're like, yeah, they're not doing it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, just how. No, but he's real funny. He's got to think about getting a haircut. You're yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had people to, like, argue with me. They're like, nah, he's doing it. I'm like, nah, he's probably not uh, doing it all that much. No, he's up. Uh, he performed all the time. He just did. Um, he just did Marvin Cantor's Mary. or N Bar? Yeah, the Marvin N- Mary. The N Bar? N Bar. No, this was the N Bar. <laughs> oh, then that's definitely not a place that you do the comedy. N-bar. But then the worst, yeah. then the, the other side of it is people are like, you, you're doing comedy, yeah, things are going well. Are you good buddies with Louis C.K.? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. no. no. Yeah, I know of him. Best. Yeah. Uh, that, that's half my conversations. Well, I know of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what are the, I mean, I'm yeah. aware. I wonder if, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, uh, so I mentioned the Laugh Factory, just to, <clears> and I went there just to, like, get uh, to have some conversation with you, just to, like, continue to, like, build some rapport with people that I was like, oh, should I have any, like, remnants of a relationship with? And then I would keep seeing you around, and you were just, like, nice to me, and I was like, shit, man. So it was awesome. Because, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you meet a lot of people that are doing well that, like, you're, I mean, shit, man, I it was, you know, see you killing it, and I'm just, like, you know, aspiring. And, and just, it, you have to have people like that, because it, it's not like you were, you know, uh, had seen me go up or whatever because I wasn't doing a lot, but you at least were like nice enough to to make me um, feel comfortable about uh, and giving encouraging words to be like, yeah, man, fucking keep doing it and whatever. And and you'd I think seen maybe some of my stuff at the yeah, well, I ITV you're fest. Funny. Basically, yeah. it's like if if I think you're funny, then it's like you're cool, and right? Just sort of like that's all it really comes down it's, to. Right. It, it's such a validation when you go out to like to, and you see comics and and you're just like, well, I don't know if I should talk to that guy or not. And then he then he kills it or she kills it. And you're like, all right, I could talk to them now. They, yeah. they, they, they are worthy of my conversation. Of course, yeah. Or, or, or the best way ever is when someone comes over to you and goes, hey, man, you're really funny. And you're like, well, I love you, even though you might <laughs> hate every Jews or everything else. Right. You may be racist, he wants, but he, you thought I'm he funny. He walks up with the swastika shirt that yeah. says, Heil. Yeah, it's like, hey, I murdered your mom, but good set. Well, thanks, man. Uh, I really yeah, appreciate you know it. Yeah, I'm working out new stuff, but I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah this guy's got a pretty good taste in comedy. But did you ever get, when you got out here, when you start, because you obviously hit the ground running and you were on good shows and everything, did you get starstruck? at all by people because or by um, comics or i mean because now it's like I, I feel like you just even like if louis comes to town i'm like oh my god but i'm not i'm a little desensitized to it because you just see i mean i remember seeing like chris rock at the comedy store and totally being like, oh shit yeah it was a huge deal this is fucking crazy yeah but i mean i was just excited to like see everyone because you come out to la and it's like everyone sure. like at the laugh factory or anywhere it's just the people you would see like on like premium blend or any of these shows so you kind of come to LA and it's like this is like the real deal the craziest part is it's like right out of those scenes in comedian where like you see the scene of Jerry Seinfeld bombing on stage and you and you realize like Jerry is the top of this business like you really can't get any higher than Jerry Seinfeld and he's doing the exact same thing you're doing yeah like he's going on the same stages he's got sometimes notes in front of him going through it and like no matter how because basically what I'm trying to say is you don't see Ken Griffey Jr. going to the batting cages at yeah. like the put, like uh, like the house and putt or something, and just be like, ah, I'm gonna try some, you know, take some cuts. Right. Well, that's what's so great about comedies. There's no easy way to get good, yeah. except by constantly doing it. Yeah, do it. don't you feel like that's the advice you tell anybody that asks? Like, cause, yeah, and it, starting out here is the worst, which I did, and it's like now I feel when I have young friends from college or whatever sit me down and go. How do I just like I've been doing these bringer shows for about six months. I I think I'm ready to do, and they're going well. Like, how do I get like it's just, it's, imp- it's impatience. Like, how do I get better quicker? Yeah, and it's you, like man, there's all, all, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just glad that I'm not in your position anymore. Yeah, I know. You like, have to basically just keep on doing it, sure, and just get older. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I Dude, feel totally, like man. I feel like I'm just thinking like I'm kind of getting funny now. Yes, you know, <laughs> dude. Just and, in this past year, do I feel like I'm kind of being like I think I know who I'm on stage now. Yeah, or I'm like a little like the point of view starting to shape. Especially but, like when I first started doing comedy, I was like, I mean, you know, I was like, when falling. you start, how old are you? I was like. 18, you know, not oh, wow. I mean, when, yeah. I, when I was at a- in Aspen, I was like literally just turning 20. How long was, have you been doing it when you got into a big festival? I was only doing it for like seriously doing it in Boston. I mean, like every night. Yeah. It was like only like two years. Three Jesus. Years. Wow. So I like went there I and gotta I got to get a more and Jew- see, I, I got to get more Jewish sounding last name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. You got to. But I don't it know was crazy. It was How like, about Jesus Christ? But I used to bad. I think it's taken. jokes about. I think that's taken. But like what? But now, I, see, and that's the thing that, that is uh, the problem out here is that like people, there are people hear stories of like that. Like I would, was only in it for two years and I got a big festival, so they sure. think like, you know, right. how so I can do it for two years? How come I'm not getting shit now? It's like, but well, then man, you realize like the festival like doesn't really. You want to like make money, 
So like the festivals <laughs> are good, but like it's not like those things are like complete life changers. Where at right. the time you're like, oh my god, it's if I just that was your according to Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if I if I just do premium blend, yeah, my life will change. Isn't that crazy? And, and then, then you do premium blend, and you're like, all right, staring at the phone. Cool, yeah. And like it's your manager won't even call you back. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck's this guy Adam Ray keeps showing up at comedy clubs trying to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's going on? I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I have what, one fan, Adam Ray. <laughs> That's not a bad fan, though. What uh, what was, like, your first bits that you were doing at the festival? Oh, I was – I did a joke about – I mean, it was pretty terrible and embarrassing to think about it. But I used to, like, close with a joke about um, buying condoms mm. and how um, people, are embar- people are embarrassed to buy condoms. But I love buying condoms because if you're buying condoms, you're having sex, and having sex is awesome. <laughs> so, I would yeah, do, so, I would, so I would do a whole thing about, like, kicking down the CVS door and being like, hello, CVS, where's the condom aisle? You know, and just to show, like, the, the, my age and comedy, like, I started off, like, closing with a joke about condoms, and now, like, my whole set is about having a, a baby. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so I never found that condom aisle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I think, by, it, by the way, when you buy condoms at a store, this is a side note, there is nothing – you have to buy condoms by themselves. You don't wear condoms. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing? Fake – what are you trying to have a fake conversation with me yeah. right now? This right, is Brad's Jay Leno. Oh, yeah, I, when I was wearing condoms. Yeah, so speaking yeah, of condoms, condoms yeah, listeners, like, I wear condoms. <laughs> I don't have AIDS. Everyone fuck me. That's what that thing was for Brad, trying to pretend uh, he's, he's I'm clean. responsible. He's responsible. Uh, well, well, but here's why I don't wear condoms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because when you buy them at the store, you have to buy them by themselves. Because if you buy anything else with condoms, it looks creepy, no matter what yeah. the object is. Like, you could just buy, like, all right, well, I want uh, – because like, I once I went to a CVS, and a light bulb went out, and I needed condoms. So I literally got a stepladder and condoms. <laughs> no, dude, you're exactly right. I used to work at a grocery. <laughs> I used to work at Albertsons in high school, and yeah. I was a, a, a checker, right? And people would come through with stuff, and when they would buy condoms, it always come with a couple other items, like, and I have to make small talk with them, so and it always makes small talk off their items. So I'd be like, you know, condoms and pop tarts and a hot glue gun, and I was like, oh, cool, man, what are you up to tonight? Like, he's, oh, I'm just having, you know, just eating some pop tarts. Oh, cool, man, what are those condoms doing there? Yeah. Like, I like that you tried I'm to mask fuck it. these pop tarts <laughs> and fucking shoot the glue gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's like nothing that you could buy, and I know why people buy stuff with condoms because they want to like mask the condoms, yeah, and, like just throw it in at the last. But second. it always, like, oh yeah, and this too, by the way. You have to, by the way, buy like two hundred dollars worth of groceries to mask it. You can't buy two other things, right? Because yeah, it's like oh, I got these condoms and uh, a, a claw hammer. Whoa, yeah. buddy! Some fruit Whoa. by the foots. I'm gonna wrap my dick in some fucking fruit roll up, and then. <laughs> Stick it in a <laughs> There's nothing you can step do. ladder. Yeah. Wait, but uh, I didn't know you had a kid. How old is your kid? Oh, brand new kid. Brand new, S- like six brand spe- So, so you got like a 2013 kid. Yeah. All right. I do. I do. Hey, his dick works, everyone. There that's we go. A, that's, a, that's a big deal. It's a real big deal. Now, uh, married. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Married, married good. Okay, married yeah. to a sweet, gorgeous woman. Yeah. Adam well, because now when like my friends have kids, you always got to be like, congratulations. Right, because yeah. <laughs> you don't know if it was planned or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, this was planned. Okay. I you, mean, it wasn't totally planned, but we like wanted to have a kid. Sure. We're so married. You, so. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the next step. So you did yeah. the old-fashioned way. Exactly. Oh, you, you, wait, you got married first? I know. What the weird. fuck's wrong with you? I know, I know, but we got a baby, Abe. It's pretty cool. That's right. a great name, by the way. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. I mean, it's Abe. super Jewy, but it's a great name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's a do- but do you just don't hear I don't I mean Abe Levy Abe Levy wow Dude, that's so awesome he's gonna be a fucking awesome rabbi <laughs> Abe, Abe Levy he's yeah, gonna going. be a rabbi or our agents <laughs> you just gave birth to your future representation <laughs> yeah uh, the only person I could trust is that why you had a kid because you just said you just left your manager is that <laughs> yeah, why I needed yeah. yeah I needed to, I need to have a manager yeah, so yeah. I was like I'm just gonna fuck my wife <laughs> and get a manager. Wait no, uh, he's only taking five <laughs> percent. I made you. Yeah. Life was your other five percent. Uh, working at levity. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? Uh, what about? No, your life's changed. Obviously, like uh, you know, it hasn't really changed that much yet. Really? Yet, I mean, okay. right now. It's the early baby stage where he's just sleeping and shitting, and he sleeps. you're trying not to. We don't. I you're mean, making sure he's breathing all the time. Yeah, the sleeping is is, is definitely. You know, weird because over the past six weeks we've never had like we haven't slept at night. Mm-hmm. So it's like you wake up every couple hours and sort of like you know. Well, she kind of wakes up and I was sort of I'm like, do you need me to do anything yeah. just to be nice? Because yeah, I'm having a pretty sleep. sweet dream right now. Yeah, I'm on a hot air balloon with the fucking <laughs> exactly. the girls from 
Uh, <laughs> pretty wild. Pretty wild, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say wild and out. <laughs> That'd be the, the weirdest dream. With a cast of wild and out, we're on a hot air balloon. We're going to Greece for the I'm day. I'm with Nick Cannon. Don't wake me up. <laughs> Nick with, Cannon, Corey Holcomb, and Cat Williams. We are smoking this hot air balloon. I'm with Nick Cannon. Don't wake me up. It's a great fucking name of your next comedy CD. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no. So right now, it's it's been it's been okay. I mean, it's definitely like a crazy transition to be like we're taking care of this kid. But then when you see a little baby, you're like, this is so cute. I got to take care of this baby. I mean, you know? when you you were there for the birth, I was there for the birth. Was that? Right. Did you watch it? No. Well, it was a 17 hour labor. Holy so Jesus. it was like pretty. Insane. So you just watched all of Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, no, no. Cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, shit. And then it was a C section. So then we had to go to the operating table, and it was like. So was, after all that. After all that, then she still had to have a C section. She's a trooper. Wow. God. Yeah, so was she. Well, how was she? How did she feel after all that? I mean, was she drugged terrible. up? Terrible. Yeah, she was awful. drugged up, but it was so tiring. God. But, but then, but then you get the baby, and you're like, oh, it's all worth it. It's all it. worth it's it. Great. So. Yeah, so he's cool. It's just, you know, now I'm just sort of waiting to see who's so, going to be. as a comic, because I know whenever, like, shitty things happen to me, I, I go, ah, crap, this shitty thing just happened to me. But then my immediate second thought is, can I make this funny? Yeah. Like, so now are you, like, watching him Are you saying his material? baby is a shitty thing that happened <laughs> to him? Where are no, you going with this, he's Brad? He's thinking about <laughs> him having a baby, yeah. which he definitely has several of throughout the country. <laughs> just look at Brad, the Carlos Mencia tour of 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Just track the city. Go back and look at the schedule. Exactly. And find the name of the place that he stayed at, and that's where the baby was made. Exactly. Uh, hey, you know what? You know how you give birth to your representation? Yeah. I, need, I need couches to crash on. Understandable. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're birth. playing a tour next year, Dan. You think the hotel? You think every club's putting us up? No way. I, I, give, uh, I give birth to a manager. You give birth to Twitter fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no, it's not shitty things. But if like, right, but it's you know, like I, was cha- I was changing him, and he pe- yeah. he pissed in his mouth, and I was like, "This is too funny." <laughs> so I had to talk about that on stage. Yeah, man. Like that was sort of like I mean, because you know, I'm trying to be the thing is I'm trying. And to it's be not like adult. you had yes, it's not like you had the kid for and people when they're, it's like oh now you got all this new 15 minutes of new material. It's like yeah, I do because like I have a you know point of view specific to me. So how I'm gonna look at uh, the the having a child is gonna be different from Louis C.K. You know, so yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, 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 I'm trying to like you know I'm I'm trying not writing like that much but there's definitely been like times where I'm like all right I got to tell I mean because I was changing him and he starts pissing in his mouth and as a father you're supposed to stop that but it was too funny that I was like get my phone yeah. film this yeah yeah well yeah that's the producer in you yeah. is there a show where kids pee in the, their mouths and get judged for it I'm pretty sure E will pick that up yeah it, they did they did it's called um it's called pissing in your mouth yeah. with babies not a great title yeah, we'll work Ho- on it man hosted by R Kelly yeah thank that's you funny thank you thank you well, do you have now you were saying I just now have to wait and see. How he turns out, like, do you? What do you want him to be? No, because every mean, parent, I'm sure you look and you're just like, you start fancy, like, you know, I'm sure my mom wasn't like, yeah, I want him to be a, a fat kid who yeah, well, tells somewhere. me he wants to be a Ninja Turtle when he grows up. I want him to be like as cool as Emile Hirsch and as strong as LeBron James. <laughs> Jesus, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Not that there's unreasonable expectations on your kid or anything like that. By the way, I hope when he grows up, he pronounces it Emile Hirsch the proper way, and not Emile. I like, like calling it Emile. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. That's I not, thought you guys were gonna laugh. Yeah. Like, oh, he really wants to be like Emile, like, the great well, actor. Well, oh, but see, I just assumed that Jewish people know how to pronounce things better than me, so I just so I just went with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still I still call him Emile, but I think that's a funny. <laughs> that's a dope. That's also a great nickname. He seems like he's a funny, serious person. Like he's awesome. I did a read. He is at the same management company as me. Okay, doing, we get it. You have, get a it. you have a manager. Way to rub it in. Way to rub it in. Dan has to give birth to his. We'll just come after hey you, man. Hey, right? man. I got it after according to Jim. And, uh, Understandable. Yeah, you Belushi told, you, got me the meeting. You told Emile your friends are Chris D'Elia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He got me the meeting. No, but he was doing a, a, um, a movie he wrote, an independent film. I don't know if it's still happening, but they needed a guy just to be one of the parts. My manager got me in or whatever and hung out with him for a while. Cool as fuck. And, I mean, you know, uh, what, what, Girl Next Door and Into the Wild were two of my favorite movies. Good movies. Um but anyway, so I can... I can uh, <laughs> he just wanted to say that. No, no, I want to tell you that he told me to tell you it's Emil Hirsch. <laughs> and f- go fuck yourself. Well, uh, Emile, and he's also don't a huge, be a dick about it. No, but then he said, um, I'm a huge fan of my sexiest year. <laughs> Do you have Frankie Munez's number? I'll and I it said, it's Munez. <laughs> and no, I don't. I, uh, I've got to ask you a question, Dan. Because yeah. uh, you were a writer on Whitney for all... all the whole seasons? time, the whole time, the whole time, dude. Like to be a like to be a sitcom writer, like these things don't just 
pop out and they're done. Like people have to actually sit down and write these things. Yeah. Uh, like, is it? How is that process? Is it just you writing an episode? Are you in a room with all the writers writing an episode? Yeah, you're in a room with like all the writers and Whitney, and then you sort of like break down episodes. People pitch like personal stories because the show is like all like relationship based. with totally. a lot of like just like funny shit that happened to you. So you get, you you know? get the story first. Yeah. The jokes are gonna come out. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So Whitney out. would be like, "Who got into a fight this week? What What'd you fight about? You know, like mm-hmm. that kind of shit." And then we go, "Okay, that's a good idea." And then you start like breaking down the story. You know, and you're like, all right, then this could happen. Then you kind of figure it out. Then, oh, what will the guys do? And you kind of have the B story. Pretty collaborative. Everybody chimes in. I mean, yeah. I mean, just and you just kind of a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like really fun. You know, like it's a really yeah. Because you hear stories about uh, people that wrote on SNL or were cast members of SNL. How like cutthroat is is that everyone wants to get their sketch in is it is is it like that where everyone's just sitting there like my story has to work i think in the beginning especially with whitney people who didn't know whitney you know Mm -hmm. i think they were trying to like just like prove like hey i'm you know like trying to pitch jokes for sure you had had a built-in relationship i like known her for so long so i wasn't like trying to impress her right (laughs) i was just trying that's a huge i mean that's a huge advantage though by the way because like i I can only assume the people that get some certain writing jobs uh you know are stoked about it and like feeling good but like yeah like you still have to uh, having to prove yourself yeah, for people that don't know you, even though they, you know, they and also, you. you know, Whitney's so funny. So it's like you yeah. also people are like intimidated. It was interesting, like on the second season where she was like the first season, it was like this is Whitney, she's a comedian, no one knows mm-hmm. her. And then it was like second season, she was like Whitney, she's got seventeen shows, <laughs> she's like she has a talk show, like, she's got right, two yeah. broke girls, yeah. She's so got then this it's show. like okay, I get, let me try. To she may, funny. she may come by to do her part. Uh, some other girl just may read it for the five days, and then she comes in and does it at the end or something exactly. like that. Yeah, so it was a whole different thing. Uh, but it was good cool. or bad to be friends with somebody who's your boss like that. It was good. I mean, for for us, it was good. Yeah. You know, I felt like you know at times you it was like a brother sister relationship. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So at times it was like it's always weird because you know her schedule was insane. Yeah. So like she how was often literally, was she there? I mean, literally, she'd oversee two broke girls, but right or or be with you guys all day and then do notes be, on that. She would just basically be with us all day. I think she'd do broke girls on the weekend. But when the mm-hmm. talk show Jesus. started, I mean, she was saying it too. I mean, she was literally dying. I mean, wow. it was like so insane, and she was like, never but she had there. to do it. She had to do it. So it, it it was just sort of hard to like you know balance sort of like everything you know. So people would be like freaking out in the room, be like, "Where's fucking Whitney? We need to do this thing." And then or I'm you like, need an answer to a question or something. Approved. So after a while, she's just like, "Hey, I trust that you guys are going to write this funny because yeah. I can't be here." Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it was it was it was pretty intense, but it was really fun. I mean, you you were there a bunch. It was like yeah, you so, know the live. Yeah, you guys were awesome. A live like sitcom taping is just like oh, super you, fun and you know. Well, yeah, like when awesome. I was on According to Jim, it was yeah. uh, <laughs> it was like a family man. It was like a. It really was. I it did really I did one episode, but it felt like I was there for eight seasons. Yeah, it was it was it was. Just and I'm like ca- that. I'm half joking, but even in one day, man. Like I got super tight with a lot of people there. I yeah, can only of course. so I can only and I even said to uh, one of the writers because he was like, "Man, that was really funny." He's like, "Maybe we can try to find a way to write you back." And in my head, I was like, "Please fucking do that," because I right now I wear Wolverine claws uh, <laughs> at a theme park, and I would love to be here instead. Yeah, uh, but and they like, say you know they say that Chris D'Elia is really a young Jim Belushi, and that's like a thing. Do they really? No. <laughs> Adam believes everything. <laughs> I do. Hey, guys, you, you know, I mean, you guys talk about your sitcoms. I was on a sitcom called Sam and Cat on the Nickelodeon Network. Oh, yeah. What's oh, that's up? cool. How's I'm, that? I've done it. Yeah, you, you did, did it. One episode, Live audience. Did you yeah. fuck Sam and Cat? <laughs> Nobody fucked the cat. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more Brad fucked the cat last week. <laughs> Brad fucks everything. Yeah. Brad we'll be Brad everything. more. Brad fucks. That everything. is your show, by the way. I by the hope, way, I hope that's in development. Is it a coincidence that I was looking at a copy of the Cat in the Hat as I said that? <laughs> Brad, you were. Uh, I like that. There's like just like box. Brad'll fuck you if you're. Brad. <laughs> and two Brad'll fuck you if you're fat. Brad'll fuck your is neighbor's dr- cat. Is this a drug dealer's apartment, by the way? <laughs> yes, it is. Based on the Dr. Seuss books. No, like there's like. <laughs> It's like fake lived in, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like they're moved in, but not really. That looks yeah, like the like, stuff that's set up friends. in a place when they're showing it to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I live, I, I live on Laurel. <laughs> wink, wink. Well, speak out is coming. Does anyone know where to clean money? <laughs> Speaking of this apartment, uh, we uh, put it out to our followers on Twitter and our listeners of the podcast that uh, we need to sort of name the studio. Because you know, uh, yeah. uh, Mark Marin has the Cat Ranch. Jay Moore, uh, our new boss, has the uh, fake mustache studios. That's the whole, you know. Yeah. So, so, so people do stuff. I think uh, Eddie Ift has the best one ever, which is the Rape Cottage. <laughs> no, I was there. I was there. I was there two weeks ago. That, oh, that's, yeah. that's what kicked off my podcast tour. Oh, we're not the first. No. God, here you I am. Son of a he, bitch. Here I am thinking we popped your cherry, and you were oh, under the bleachers, no. fucking Eddie Ift two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, no, it's with Eddie Ift. All right. Oh my god. Well, well, now, well, now we know you're diseased. Yeah, I definitely got some weird disease in that Venice fucking. <laughs> 
hole. <laughs> I walk in, he's like, going to do my podcast? I thought it was me something like this. There are like a bunch of guys hanging out. There's literally like ten whores, some yeah. fucking drunken surfers, yeah. some, some angry homeless guys running in. It, it looks- sounds like the set of three ninjas. <laughs> Yeah, hey man. Oh, <laughs> three ninjas. He brings... Rocky loves Emily. Oh, Rocky he loves, loves Emily. Wow, dude. I love that fucking Tum Tum. Tum Tum's everyone's favorite. That's a fucking. Wasn't the guy uh, who played Kino in Ninja Turtles two in that? I think. He... Or that was no, Surf that Ninjas. That was Surf Ninjas. Surf ninjas also know. with Rob Schneider. Oh wow. Rob Schneider. <laughs> you know what? That's it. How's he doing? Great. <laughs> My manager just signed him. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's your manager? This guy named Matt Goldman. Okay. Oh, Matt great Goldman. Sounds, sounds like everyone's manager. Yeah. Last, last name Goldman. Ooh, a great dude. Good. Well, we put it out to our uh, listeners to suggest names for the studio yeah. where we're, we're going to be doing it. And, We'd like uh, some suggestions from you, Dan, but also Brad needs to read some of these Twitter suggestions <laughs> okay, that we got. let's do it. Let's, uh, Maybe you can help us decide based on these. Okay. The uh, Dysentery Cafe, uh, Temple Beth Jidget. <laughs> which no. which is that's a, just confusing. With it, which is a reference to uh, the More Stories podcast that Adam and I did when we said we're a Jew and a midget, we're a jidget. <laughs> so they said Temple Beth Jidget, the jizz, the jizz bucket, the jizz bucket. That's Dude, not that creative. By the way, that no. was Charlie uh, Bucket's nickname in high school. <laughs> the the name? Jizz bucket. By the way, jizz how bucket? poor are you that your last name is the thing your whole family pisses in? Because that family was so poor, obviously. Obviously. Nobody addressed. The oh, j- yeah. All right, Jizz Bucket, what else? Uh, the Morning After Studio, <laughs> Plan B Studio. Uh, there, there's a theme here. Not bad, yeah. <laughs> These are all suggestions from my ex-girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> the Midget Mansion, the Fuckatorium. That sounds like something like the principal would say on his last day when he knows he's getting fired. He's like, class, there's an assembly in the, you know what, the fuckatorium. I don't give a fuck. It's an auditorium, but I'm fucking in it after you guys leave tonight. What about the shitty sublet cafe? Ooh, I actually kind of like that. Actually, the something cafe I like. Okay. So let's take cafe. half that. Uh, okay. the, the shitty, I don't know, because I just feel like you're putting down my apartment right now. And uh, I'm, I'm kidding, because you know I fucking love this place. <laughs> then they go to uh, some... The, then they go love to the some coffee bean. Dwarf references. <laughs> love that car wash. There's a car wash. <laughs> two car washes nearby. That's, That's such true. a Jewish thing. There's two car washes nearby. <laughs> two car washes. They're doing well. CB2, what else do you need? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got the Shire, uh, Oz... But thing is, it's your it's your apartment, Oz. so we can't something. Well, that's our well something Oz related, mm-hmm. and then something Jewy Oz, like maybe like. Well, okay. Here's so here's one that got suggested <laughs> by a couple of different people, and it kind of combines our talents, kind of a fucked up way. But uh, let's just read it. I don't know if I'm gonna like this. <laughs> uh, probably not. Also, what are your talents? <laughs> <laughs> what are your combined uh, talents? Fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking my dumpster. That's what I do. My Tony Dan's impression and getting AIDS. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you get both. <laughs> By the way, that's my ice cream flavor I'm pitching to Ben and Jerry. Tony Danza's fucking cats and getting AIDS in dumpsters. <laughs> eh, it's a work in progress. You know, I also got a show idea, Dan, that maybe we could work on. We could talk about after this podcast. Yeah, it's basically me, okay? I love it already. And I'm uh, working at a car wash, okay? Oh, you know I love car washes. I know you do. <laughs> but I'm also a failed musician. I used to play the triangle in a band called... Uh, Frankie Muniz tits. <laughs> That's a terrible name of a band. Hey, well, you just talked yourself out of VIP tickets to the first show at the Troubadour. All right, so what else have we got? So here it is. Uh, I like that you're playing at the Troubadour. <laughs> hey, it's the yeah. best venue in the world. They would hire him. Uh, all right, this combines us. Uh, I, I got a tweet from one guy that said, Well, Brad, your people make cookies, and Adam's a Jew, so why don't you call it the oven? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's- that happened. This podcast has been brought to you by anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism, <laughs> dude. Can't get on board with any oven jokes, man. Yeah, I just well, uh, yeah, that's, where, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. Well, then you're definitely gonna hate the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. By the way, this is what my dad said before he walked out on my mom and I. If you don't like oven jokes, you're definitely not gonna like this next one. I don't love your mother anymore. What? How's that an oven joke? It's not. I just need a segue. All right, keep going. Can I borrow two bucks? <laughs> Can I borrow two bucks? <laughs> need to get my car washed. All right. This one is uh, Dwarf Schwitz. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Well, you need it. If you wanted to have, you know, we were talking about making you more Jewish. I guess if you need to change your name. That's, yeah. I don't know. Dwarf Schwitz. Uh, yeah, that's kind of. Eh. Well, now it just makes me think there's a dwarf concentration camp out there. <laughs> there oh probably God. is. The fe- I think it started last night at Ralph and May's birthday party. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, shit. What getting a callback then, Getting lady. me, that's the closest thing we're going to see to it, is nine-year-olds beating midgets with fucking <laughs> Light plastic lightsabers. And Gilbert that's Godfrey the stands on the side and laughs. <laughs> that's a midget holocaust. <laughs> It sounds like a wet dream I had last night. <laughs> you oh think Anne Frank had it bad? <laughs> Brad Williams was beaten by Star Wars toys <laughs> next to a pool by eight-year-olds. <laughs> uh, so we're definitely not going with Dwarf Schwitz. Uh, that's not going to happen. Were those the only options? Uh, those were... Those were the best ones. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. man. So, I mean, I, I don't... Like, you know, what would you... I mean, Temple Beth Oz... I don't know. That might be kind the of Wicked Witch of the Kike? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Holy shit. You are a TV writer. That's incredible. <laughs> now, how many jokes, like, uh, like, when you're sp- like the way we're riffing jokes right now is, is probably somewhat similar to the way it is in the writer's room. Right? Yeah, well, they, they also will do things where they'll, you know, you have a story room going, and then you'll have, like, an alt room, which is, like, a joke alt room. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you basically, you know, a lot of times I'd go in there and we just sort of that way basically in that room you're just like sitting there with like two or three other people and you're yeah. just like just just going sure. every line just And I was watching out. you on set sometimes too. I mean like I mean the same way uh it was when I did the heat like they'd have you know somebody come up with you with the writer and just yeah. give you like post it notes of being like that now say this. Yeah. And you were doing yeah. that a lot and based on the laughter of the audience really yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. like i saw right. you do one where you i think it was a joke i don't know if you if you even remember but it was something where whitney said something about i don't know if it was getting drunk with katie something katie couric or there was a senator you guys made fun of at the time oh yeah but you changed i saw you write something down and give it to him and it went from kind of laughs to a fucking applause break and i was like awesome yes yeah, and then i saw you walk back to the monitor kind of like i did that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> no, was give me. me a celery with peanut butter on it <laughs> <laughs> I've earned it. Yeah. Well, um, and, and yeah, because people don't understand, like, when, because it, it is in front of a live audience. So yeah. sometimes a joke doesn't work. Just totally. like in stand up, we write jokes. Sometimes they don't work. But, and then when that happens, Whitney just kind of looks at all the writers and goes, okay, that didn't work. Think of something exactly. right now. And it, that was what was really fun about having, like, Chris and Whitney and then this season with uh, Tone Bell. Yeah. You know, because the comics, you just kind of go, hey, just say this now. And Chris was, like, the best. Like, right away, it was like he was just sort of like. And you had to make it funny. Yeah. I remember, like, the, tr- first, the first episode we taped, I went over to him and, like, pitched him this really weird, long, like, Home Alone 2 rant joke. <laughs> and he was like, wait, Jeez. what? And then he just said it, and it was great. But, like, awesome. you know, it's pretty awesome to do that. And, I mean, it really is. And you have a small amount of time because these audiences are staying there for four or five. Like, when I was on According to Jim, we did. Um, <laughs> the audience was there for four. By the way, this is the most time According to Jim has ever been referenced. By the way, yeah, check out my. Scenes on uh, my reel on YouTube, Adam Ray twenty four on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If, no, but I, but I, if you want to see his epic ten seconds on according to, Jim. I had three scenes, oh, motherfucker. Oh, excuse me, I was the main guest star. Oh, they were wow. going to write me back into it, but they got canceled two days later. Was it because of my episode? We'll talk Probably. about it on the next podcast. Uh, no, but no, no, that was a good show. But thank you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> And I liked when I said thank you as if I had anything to do with it other <laughs> like than the reason were, it got canceled. Like you were like proud to be involved. You're like, oh, yeah, the, the eight-year oh, yeah. run, it was all me. Yeah, thank yeah. you, man. Well, that last show. episode is what people were talking about. Yeah, it might come back on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney Thorne Smith just had another baby. They want to fucking. Can you imagine a Kickstarter for a Courtney to Jim? <laughs> a kill starter. <laughs> We're going to pay this much money to make sure this never happens yeah. again. Yo, do you know what, though? Henry Winkler. By the way, that's a great idea. A Kickstarter for According to Jim? No, killstarter.com. No, not a Kickstarter for According to Jim. <laughs> to raise money, just have things stop happening? Yeah. Okay, I like, can't do that. Like, <laughs> if, if, if we could have like a Justin Bieber Killstarter. Well, he's doing that to himself. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's helping fall, He's falling apart. Isn't he, he is. He's falling apart. Nice. But you know what? Here's my thing about Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you are a pop star, you mm-hmm. got to look at the past of pop stars and know right. that you have like you, you hit a ceiling sure. and then you got to stop. Yeah. And the smartest thing that these guys could do, this isn't funny, by the way. This is just a, a statement. Yeah, I no, not everything has to be funny on this. Yeah, yeah. So far, Nothing not a lot has of it been has been. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Why start now? But if I was Justin Bieber, <laughs> just fucking just stop. And just, like, move to fucking Hawaii with yeah. a billion dollars. Come back and have a comeback tour. Yeah. People love comeback tours. Yeah, when right. According to Jim comes back next season, <laughs> you guys are going to – and I'm fucking doing the – me and Belushi are, and Courtney Thorne Smith are doing the stand-up Belushi tour. Oh, that's going to be great. Oh, you'll be hosting <laughs> Who it. Who won't come to that? Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Brad will be fucking all the wives exactly. of all the cast members. I'll be over there going, hey, is, hey, is, is Jim on stage yet? Because I got his wife back here. I'm ready to go. She's on deck. By no? the way, Brad's okay. just kidding, Jim. We'd love to have him on the show anytime. You're free. No, okay, but so Brad will come on your wife's tits. <laughs> 
That's just a thing he does. It's part of his shtick. It's part of his shtick. It's his closer. It's his closer. (laughs) You know what? Dogs mark their territory by urinating on things. I got to come on things. Exactly. And and that's how you know. It's like the mark of Brad. It's like Zorro. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like Zorro. Holy shit. By the way, how there hasn't been Midget Zorro made by Disney yet is beyond me. Why is Midget Zorro not being made? You're going to make all your agent. Yo, 20 Air Buds, 16 Land Before Times. You can't make one Midget Zorro. One Midget Zorro. Come on! Maybe Come that's on. hey. Maybe that's the name of the studio. One midget Zorro, <laughs> or just midget Ooh. Zorro Studios. M- midget Zorro Studios. Welcome to Midget Zorro Studios, everybody. Or just not a car wash cafe. <laughs> <laughs> or how great was according to Jim <laughs> Studios? Or just called according to Jim Studios. <laughs> you know what's funny? My mom, when she would tell people I was on it, she kept butchering it. So she'd be like, "My son's on um, that show, The Life with Jim." <laughs> Or the way Jim sees it, uh, it's um, uh, the the way that uh, Jim's philosophies. It's he's on the John Belushi show. I was like, that's not even the same brother, Mom. Uh, he's been dead before yeah, I was born. Yeah. Uh, wait, no. What, what were you? A Bieber. Sorry, yeah. we were cutting you off. That from, was it. All I'm just saying. Just, is like, he should like, stop. stop. He should stop. Well, because you think he's he's getting into the territory of about to go crazy and go down. Yeah. Like when you're on the top, you can just sort of like go boom, you know, then just leave. And also, people are starting to want to hate. Also, I saw on t- today's show today, there was uh, some kid named Austin something. You know this guy? No, no, no. He basically looks like the new Justin Bieber. Oh, and shit, And I was like, dude. there's a new Justin Bieber, and Justin Bieber's got to fucking get the fuck out of town. Uh, yeah. And also, don't try to compete. Just step away. Yeah. Because then it looks like you didn't, you didn't, um, you weren't threatened. He's just like, I want to take a break from the business. And people will go, cool, because you've been in it for 18 years, yeah, you're probably. Your life. <laughs> and also, but what sucks about it is that, like, you can't grow up with that much attention and that much Beatle type uh, craze and not be a little nuts, man. I just yeah, don't. I, I mean, mean, can you imagine, like, Justin Bieber being like, I'm being normal. Today I'm just going to go to the coffee bean. No way. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So you go away and then you come back, just like right now, the Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block and Boys to Men are You on don't the think tour I'm going to go see that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, an, that's an awesome tour. That's an awesome sell, tour. And they're selling out the pond. Well, girls in their 40s need something to masturbate to. But see, that's <laughs> see, with my comedy career, that's kind of my thing. I'm just never going to start. And then, <laughs> and I'm waiting for the right time come to actually back to come her. back. Isn't that great? And then, but then you can trick they people by going, Daniel's back. come back. And yeah. they're like, oh, shit. And then there's all this interest because they're like, well, fuck, we got to look up his old what, did, Was he ever here? Like, what did, what did I miss? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Dan Levy Comes Back From Nothing Tour, <laughs> I 2013. Like I like it, Dan Levy. It's going to be good. Can I get a guess set? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> you could have if you called me earlier for the other one, by the way. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's so annoying, too, because, well, I don't want to talk about it. No. What? Why? No, no, no. Because because I, I, I don't want to, you know, Uh-oh. talk shit about things that could only really that could hire you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Dan, we got to talk. We have a few more minutes left here, but we do got to talk about your history with web videos because that's a big uh, part of of was for both of our lives, and yeah. I'm still doing it because I just um, you know because you know because the, the, the movie The Heat hasn't come out yet. Yeah, so you still exactly. got some time. Hey, but, I'm, ho- I'm hoping, man, after that maybe a show. Like what I'm hoping because I'm not doing videos to make money. I I, I just met with a few YouTube people who do it all the time, and I'm just like I can't treat it like a job because it's not fun for me. I do it all my own time. Yeah. And uh, it's also funnier. I mean, your videos are really funny, but like when you're just like doing them when you want to do them, they're better than like people who are like putting on lipstick and being like, also, there's if if I'm unless I'm getting paid, if I want to get to the point to where, yes, I have built my own studio, green screen, all that stuff. And I shoot stuff a lot more consistently when I have the but it it takes when you're putting out of your own pocket, it takes a lot to produce everything. Exactly. Um, But anyway, you did a bunch of it. You you don't even have a couch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you pointed that out, Dan. (laughs) This is the portion of the show where Dan uh, is super observant. Uh, Dan, tell me what else uh, about. Well, you have a real ugly red lamp, so that's good. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That's actually uh, that was taken from the set of According to Jim, uh, which will be on back on Netflix uh, in 2016. I think they still run reruns on Lifetime channels. Donate money to (laughs) Killstarter.com. You know, Henry Winkler left me a voicemail. This was the coolest part of that whole job, right? I get, I'm pulling up uh, to go to the lot, and you know, all my sketches and stuff. I have weird props and puppets. I have a black guy puppet and a fat suit in my trunk, and the woman has to check my trunk because I'm pulling to CBS Radford, where you guys did Whitney, sure. uh, also where I shot according to Jim. <laughs> and uh, so I pull in, and she looks in the back of my trunk, and I'm super nervous because I'm like my first TV thing. I'm like, fuck, it's a day of taping. And she looks back, she holds up the fat suit and the puppet, and she has looks in the and I look in the rearview mirror, and she looks at me, she goes, "Let me guess, you single?" <laughs> and I go, "Hey, I don't need this right now. I'm fucking sweating balls." 
I checked my voicemail. Winkler, I'd called him, been like, you know, because his son was my frat, Max, and we uh, got to know each other. I uh, uh, interned on Hollywood Squares. So I would call Henry every couple months for advice. We've never talked about you interning on Hollywood Squares. Oh, yeah. Next, yeah. next episode. What next the episode. shit? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I don't even know you, Adam Ray. It's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, and so I call Henry. He leaves me a voicemail as I'm going into set in the he voicemail. Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so everyone knows. I did. You guys all know the and same when people. And when Henry Winkler comes, he just goes, hey. <laughs> he does that. It's amazing. Hey, you got to tell. And so, uh, so uh, he leaves me a voicemail that just goes, Adam, you're going to be great. Treat Mr. Belushi like an emperor. You're there for a reason. They cast Adam Ray because they love Adam Ray. They think Adam Ray's funny. You know you're supposed to be there. Don't just do the bare minimum. If you have an idea, speak up. You're not there to fill space. Congratulations. All the best. And I, I listen to that That's as awesome. I'm going in. Yeah, and I wish I didn't have a fucking shitty little flip phone so I would have somehow saved the voicemail. Oh. <laughs> so now I just have the impression in my head. Dude, I want to I, I listen to that every morning. I yeah. mean, granted, my name's not Adam Ray and kind of need to fill in a few blanks there, but yeah. still, it's good. Well, when a coordinator comes back, we'll get you on and we'll have Henry <laughs> give you a call. Yeah. Uh, but, Dan, so the video that you and I did that was uh, oh, that yeah. still gets talked about, that I still get people telling me is their favorite video of mine, and I'm like, cool, didn't even do it. But I was a part of it and super proud to be a part of it. Um, you were so funny in it. T- tell Brad about it. I showed it to him before uh, you yeah. came here. Basically, it's a video called Drunk First Highs. It was for Comedy Central. And what we basically did is uh, Adam got super high. <laughs> yeah, by the way, and not just super high, as high as I've probably been in the last – you know, I've been smoking pot for eight years. Now it's dropped off quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, there's probably five times I can think of uh, where it was, like, dangerously high. Yeah. This – towards the end, when I fell into – when I jumped off the trampoline into the foam pit – Yeah. Yeah, I, for sh- I was, like, moments away from <laughs> having a heart attack. Well, yeah, basically what we, what we were doing, me and my friend Todd um, Schultzen, who ended yeah. up, he, d- he directed How to Kumar 3. Um, Did he really? Yeah, he directed, you know. That's that, awesome. That was, like, the start of the, oh, that's the, the, awesome. the pot-related oh, wow. uh, shit. But, yeah, we directed he directed that, and basically we wanted to do this sort of, like, uh, double dare type yeah. thing mm-hmm. called Drunk vs. High, but we wanted to be for real. Yeah. So we got Adam, who I knew, to get high, and sure. then we basically got this other guy – Named Cameron, Cameron who yeah. we didn't really know. He was like a, a, a fallout. Like, he was basically someone else couldn't do it who I knew. And then he was like, I'll do it. And we got him super, super drunk. He was in way so th- worse so, shape than you. Yeah. So this was real in oh, terms yeah. of they were really high. And he, he was, was really, really drunk. drunk. Yeah. And, and it was, we, wow. at 11 a.m. in Van Nuys yeah. the gymnasium. At a, at a little gym wow. with an obstacle course. We're basically the first one I think you saw where we're – you can go see this online. I think it's on YouTube. Just try yeah. to type in drunks versus highs. Yeah, or on my website. Or Dan, DanLevy.com. DanLevyShow.com. Yeah, perfect. DanLevyShow.com. Yeah. Uh, and so it's basically uh, the first one we're walking along one of those balance beams, yeah. and there's a Mario Brother-type flag at the end. I think I said something about that. I, go, <laughs> I felt like Mario grabbing the flag at the end, and you were just yeah. like, you're it's so just, high. It's so high, and it was so good because you're, you're the funniest in that because you are so high, and when you're trying to talk about like the how it just went, it was so <laughs> funny. But you were funny, and you were high, and, and we noticed at one point Todd was like, Hey, I think Adam's not getting. Adam's like not as high right now. So yeah. he took you in the car. Took me in the car and, and got sm- me higher. And, so, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and it's the greatest set in the history. Oh, it was incredible. And then that's when we had the one where we had to do the next stunt. Some of them were actually, you know, stunt things. And one was just like you have to jump off a trampoline into a foam pit and yeah. do some sort of cool jump. And I jump into this foam pit, and I think at one point I said I felt like I was in Labyrinth and all the hands were touching Jennifer Connelly when she was falling down the fucking trap yeah. door. It was insane. And I couldn't get out of the foam. I couldn't get out of it. And wow. I literally was in there, and I was, for a moment I was like, I'm going to have to live here. Like, that was in my head. I was like, I'm going to have to adapt to the foam community. It was so insane. And, <laughs> and like Fraggle Rock in the foam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was insane. And, and Adam, Adam was, like, hilarious and high, but this guy, Cameron, we didn't know, was, like, getting blackout drunk yeah. mm-hmm. to the point where it got dangerous. <laughs> where someone we had to like take him home, and then like we had to keep on calling him, and his like he like missed a bunch of appointments. I think his girlfriend. <laughs> he had something else him. to do that day. <laughs> like put it this way, I don't think he lives in LA anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but Dr. It Drew was, is uh, now his roommate. But it was a great video, and uh, I'm really video. proud of it. Um, Drunks versus high. Yeah, you gotta check high. it out. Oh and my god. and um, well, Dan, we're 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 out of time. Oh, yeah, right. Well, but this has been. You obviously got to come back. Yeah, yeah, I'll come back anytime. So real, but tell us real quick, pitch because I know you have a new show at UCB or no at Meltdown. Meltdown. Yeah, yeah, called Baby Talk. Um, you know, with this new kid, I now have a show where each uh, each week I uh, bring out you know a few comedians, and then um, we all sit down with a five year old kid and interview them and ask them questions on how to become a better father for me. Oh, please, that's please awesome. you guys have to do it have, together. You please, guys have to do it together. Dead. Yeah. Yes. Done. Uh, Done. <laughs> that sounds unbelievable. Send in your veils. <laughs> <laughs> Master the callback. Dan Levy. And, and, and this is at the UCB Theater when? It's no, at Meltdown, Meltdown Theater. It's once oh, a month. Meltdown Theater. Once okay. a month. The next show is uh, 
this Friday. I don't know when this airs, but uh, it's, it's probably two weeks, so oh. won't be mm, out for this one. But uh, but, but if you had a manager, it. maybe he could do some scheduling <laughs> for you on this next time. But, yeah, no, but it's once a month. Just go to at Dan Levy my Twitter, and you'll okay. see the flyers and stuff. Okay, and, Dan uh, Levy is your Twitter. Dan Levy dot com. Dan Levy show. No, the website, danlevyshow.com. <laughs> this would be more confusing. <laughs> sure. Just Google it? Jim Belushi <laughs> and see I'm, what comes up. I'm at up. Dan Levy. Yes. On Twitter, I'm danlevyshow.com. My website isn't updated. It's fucking terrible. But uh, okay. it's, I'm working it's on great. it. It's great. I was looking at the air night. You got, oh, really? I mean, yeah, it's still great. I'm, I'm going to redo it. Okay. okay. i got to step it up. Well, that was an, yeah. definitely follow Dan Levy on Twitter. Uh, and you're getting into stand-up more, so yeah. check your site for dates. You're yeah, going to start yeah. headlining again. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be out again. I'm like performing this whole week, even though the, no one, this is in two weeks. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll be at the Improv uh, June 25th, I think. Is okay, that when this will be around? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So we have before that, yeah. Cool. There we go. Uh, Adam, what are your... St- At Adam Ray Comedy. Other than Twitter. according to Jim. Uh, according to Jim, that. check out my scenes on YouTube. Uh, AdamRayTV.com. Uh, all the headline dates start after the heat coming out. The heat. Be on Craig Ferguson on Wednesday. Well, this won't be. This will already be out. Hope. Uh, I'll be on Chelsea lately. Finally, finally, on Monday, June twenty. The premiere is in New York of the Heat, and Mike McDonald and I fly seven a.m. the next morning and do Chelsea that afternoon. Oh, awesome! You got, I'm gonna have to talk to you about that. Get some tips. Yeah, uh, for sure. Lonnie Love is on the round table with us. Oh well, then you're not gonna talk, but it should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the perfect uh, first episode to do. Yeah, um, just be there and so be Chelsea lately. There and be eye candy. I'm at right? yeah. Literally, Lonnie Love will not let you talk. <laughs> for real? For real. We'll talk about it. Michael later. Cox said he put it on there to like really to have somebody to bring it because he hasn't seen Michael and I yet. But I'm like, I'll, I'll be great, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, he said he said Chelsea has like a joke after each topic, and then you try to have a couple jokes that you pepper in, and you get to maybe four of the six topics. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, Lonnie's great. She's like a yeah. regular, regular, so yeah. she's fine. Awesome, be good. Uh, and so yeah, that, find Adam there. Find me on Twitter at funnybrad, uh, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Check out my dates. And uh, this has been great. Dan. It's been amazing. This has been fun. Thank you so much. No problem. Wait, so, ma- hey, what? we should call the studio the Abe Levy Studios. Ooh, I like that. Welcome to the Abe Levy Studios, everyone. <laughs> so uh, signing off from the Abe Levy Studios here. <laughs> but seriously, this has been. Uh, I just want you got to share the fucking mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Levy, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. Thank you for listening. Please try to remember our names in the morning. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.